on this episode of Shooting the Shit with Saints. I had it. I told y'all in the last video, the Vidi was in this fucking city, bro. And for the right-wing people, the far right, you know, who, who think that uh, I'm part of the woke mob because I want racial equality and black people to stop getting shot by cops, right, right, right? I'm part of the woke mob, right, because I'm not racist. The far right, I did not get the shot, and I'm here. I'm here. I'm in the flesh. I'm alive. I'm alive, right? For the, for the woke mob, okay, the people that are far left, I did... I was cultured. Every time I saw myself cough, I hmm, I bowed. Hmm. I bowed to it, okay? I was respecting the culture of the hmm. I was respecting the culture of the disease. The disease, the infection, the what is it eat? Is it a virus? I don't even know what it is. I, I don't know. A sickness? I don't know what it is. Okay. And this video is gonna get flat. These robots ain't having nothing. He tried to so I let the folk folk go. He ran like he stole something. These niggas that like hoes playing clothes. One reason I pack a gun. Oh baby, oh baby. I am who I am. My name is my fucking name, man. What's popping? It's the God. Welcome into shooting the shit with Sans. If you're new to the channel, subscribe, man. Like. I'm trying to get to a, a hundred subscribers. Um, and then I'm gonna do a money giveaway. So if y'all like that, keep subscribing. Then I'm gonna put everybody's hat, uh name in a hat and scramble it and toss it in there and pick one, right? We're doing trade deadline shit today. Okay. We're gonna talk about some head scratchers, some some pieces that were moved that I think could affect contending teams and then we're going to talk about the head scratchers obviously we got to talk about that mavericks trade we got to talk about that pacers and kings trade okay before that why have i been gone again i i didn't even have a long stint i gave you the the bucks video one knee is doing training on the computer all day she uh she's an idiot my woman is a idiot <laughs> she made a dumb choice she has 40 hours of training and she's trying to do it in fucking two days three days she's just just doing it all day so I haven't been able to record a video and I had it. I told y'all in the last video the Vidi was in this fucking city, bro. In this apartment. This apartment was infected. It was horrible. And for the right wing people, the far right, you know, who who think that uh I'm part of the woke mob because I want racial equality and black people to stop getting shot by cops right 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 i'm part of the woke mob right because i'm not racist the far right i did not get the shot and i'm here i'm here i'm in the flesh i'm alive i'm alive right for the for the woke mob okay the people that are far left i did i was cultured every time i saw myself cough i hmm i bowed hmm I bowed to it, okay? I was respecting the culture of the hmm. I was respecting the culture of the disease. The disease, the infection, the what is it eat? Is it a virus? I don't even know what it is. I, I don't know. A sickness? I don't know what it is, okay? And this video is gonna get flagged. I don't give a fuck. But I've got past it. I did. I got past it and I'm here. But I tell you what. Um those side those effects that it does to you fucking suck okay i was coughing i would do like two coughs a day i really didn't have that bad symptoms but the headache 
terrible. First day I got it, I woke up and it felt like I got in a train wreck, bro. Like a train had ran my shoulders over. I'm not no bitch, okay? I'm not a bitch. I don't have to prove that to you, right? <laughs> I'm not gay. I watched Isaiah Rashad video. I'm kidding. Um, they, <laughs> I felt like I got in a train wreck because my shoulders hurt so bad, bro, that I woke up and I was almost in tears. It hurt so bad. And I know that's some pussy shit. I don't care. I do not care. I was about to hit a plug up for some goddamn Perkies or something. I don't know what they do. Never done. <coughs> there it is. It's back. <coughs> Jesus. I didn't know what to do. So, but yeah, it was bad, but we're back, man. We're back. We got through it. And uh, yeah, shit sucked for about five days. Shit was ass. But here we are talking about the trade deadline, okay? One, let's just get it out of the way. The biggest trade of the day was James Harden. And Paul Millsap going to the 76ers for Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond, uh, Seth Curry, and some draft picks. Okay? So, what do I think about this trade? I think the Nets, I'm, they didn't win the trade. I don't know how to explain this. I think it's an even exchange, but I think the Nets are a better team than the 76ers. I do. They get rid of a guy who, guys, 76ers fans, man, let's stop. I got one that's one of my closest friends, if not my best friend, and Chris. We got to stop this, man. Y'all are acting like James Harden has played bad for 50 fucking games because he didn't care. Like, we got to stop, man. We really do. He's, he's averaging 22, 8, and 10 on 41% shooting. A dude who was regarded... <clears throat> Better than D Wade at one point in his career, which is fucking laughable. And I'm a Heat fan. Like, I don't know why that that keeps happening. That discussion. That's a dumb discussion. And the thing is, I don't take it personally. But the Heat Twitter mob, they every time James Harden has a bad game, and y'all say he's better than D Wade, so dumb. But back to the trade. We gotta stop acting like he hasn't been playing hor horrible. Horrible. You can bring up the Kings game. He didn't give a fuck that game. But go look at that game log, man. Go look at that game log. He did not like Kyrie. Uh, but you want that on your team? You want the risk of that on your team? Because him and the the general manager, that the basketball operations president, have a relationship? That's fucking... That makes no sense to me. That you think his mood's just going to change because he likes Daryl Morey. And I think him and Embiid will get along because Embiid don't give a fuck about nothing but winning. But that's the difference. I don't think James Harden's like that. James Harden has never been a all-I-want-to-do-is-win player. Win. He's been me, me, me. Give me MVPs. I got snubbed from the MVP. I'm going to average 36. I don't care. I'm not giving CP the ball. I'm going to push CP out of Houston. I'm going to push Dwight Howard out of Houston. I'm going to push everybody away from me that ever made me successful, right? And, and we're not even going to talk about his playoff blunders. We're, we're not going to talk about that. Well, James Harden is, isn't the guy here. He's the second best player. Okay, man. But when Joel Embiid is getting triple teamed in the post and James Harden's got to get it done in game six, game seven, well, Ben Simmons is guarding him. Do you really think he's going to get it done? And I'm not going to forget all everybody in basketball seeing James Harden has lost a step. You can blame it on that hammy. 
whatever you want. He has lost a step, and he hasn't gained it back yet. That's not because of effort. That's because he is going down. And am I saying James Harden can't just start playing like what he was, a top-five player, what, two years ago? No, I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying it's dumb and ignorant to ignore what we've seen this season and blame it on he doesn't like his teammates. That is stupid. That is really dumb. Okay? Now, on the net side, and the thing is, honestly, Philadelphia is at the same spot they were to me. I think they are the fourth best team in the East, and they just jumped over the Bulls to me. I don't think they got astronomically better because they got James Harden. They lost their best shooter, but they did keep Maxi, and they did keep Matisse. So that's good. But if you think James Harden's going to come in and be as efficient as Seth Curry, you're nuts. You're crazy. You're just crazy. And if he is, bro, I will, I will eat crow if I'm wrong on this. I don't think James Harden is coming in and averaging 28, 9, and 10 because he, he loves Joel Embiid and his new situation. I think the first couple games, he's going to try to be hella aggressive to prove that he's still got it, and we'll see where it goes from there. But Ben Simmons to the Nets, what they need, perimeter defense, and a guy really who's probably going to uh, play their role position. He's probably going to play the, the rolling position where he's the pick-and-roll guy. And I've always said on this podcast for two years, a year and a half, whatever, that bro, when the dude that is catching the ball off the roll can pass, you're fucked. Look at Bam Adebayo and how effective our offense is when he's catching that ball off the roll, off the screen. Even P.J. Tucker's playmaking, I believe, is underrated. Look how that works. And Ben Simmons has never, never, and, and the, the never been able to get in the paint like that because of Embiid, right? But the numbers, I... I was part of the they're not good together on the court, but the numbers tell you a whole different story. The efficiency numbers, all that tell you a whole different story. Right? And But I just think Ben Simmons is going to be where he needs to be as the third best player on the team. And if Ben Simmons, the best defender in basketball, is your third best player, a dude that can average what, 18, 8, and 8? He can be, the thing is, people don't understand, he can be Draymond on steroids. That's that's what the people are understanding. The way he can get Kyrie or KD open, even though they're not like really off-ball guys, like getting open off-ball, they're more ISO dribble, and the transition points they will get with Ben Simmons, they really don't have any pace to their, their offense. It's standstill, ISO, but we haven't even seen KD out there, and when KD's out there, they're one of the best teams in the East. So right now, the best teams in the East to me, Miami, uh, the Bucks, the Nets, the 76ers, this is all in order, and the Bulls. That's who I think the best teams in the East are. And I think it's very dumb to trade your 20, What? I don't know how old Ben Simmons is. He's not in his prime yet. Trade him to an inner division opponent. Not even conference, your division. You're going to have to see him four times a year from now on. And he's going to guard James Harden. And that's a man that can lock up Luka Doncic. That's a man that can lock up anybody in front of him. 
I would like to see it. But it's it's funny just like Philly fans really like they think they're content like they think they can win a championship. I think they're still where they were in the championship contender rankings to me. But they're looking like I get it as a fan base because I'm not hating on that. I'm not hating on you thinking that because he came to your team, he's going to be prime Harden. Does that make sense? Like, because he's coming to my team, that's prime Harden. That's just... And they have a great lineup. They have a great team. But I think what we're going to start seeing is James Harden's going to take away from Maxi. It's going to be it's going to be an adjustment and that's why doing deals 50 games into the season and don't give me the excuse that it's not working because they haven't had chemistry time. I don't want to hear it. You've already put yourself in the contender spot, right? So, don't want to hear that shit. So, I'm going to open my phone up and talk about more trades. Okay, guys. So, I'm look I got to look at these dude, if I memorize all these trades, I'm a fucking psychopath. Like I get that Sabonis went to the or from the Pacers to the Kings for Tyrese and Buddy Heald. I don't know the whole trade by heart. So, um, the biggest head-scratcher to me is Sabonis from the Pacers to the Kings and Porzingis to the Wizards. So, this trade that the Kings made, Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald, who are two of the best three-point shooters by volume in the NBA, uh, both 40% shooters from three, um, Tyrese Halliburton is 21 years old, and there is no guard in the history of the NBA that has been 21 to average at guard, 14, 7, and 7, and shoot 40% from the three-point line. I mean, <laughs> and they got Sabonis, Justin Holiday, and Jeremy Lamb. Now you're talking about the Kings have no shooting. Tristan Thompson also went, so he's getting the fuck away from Chloe. Uh, move his ass to Indiana, get out there, fuck some, fuck some corn-eating bitches. Right, I know what you're doing over there, Tristan. Nasty fuck. Uh, but yeah, this trade made no sense. Halliburton is the future of your franchise. You're talking about a league where wings are so premium and you trade it off for a power forward. And the thing is, I think it's so shocking. But at the same time, I feel like Sabonis is getting disrespected for how actually good he is. He's a fucking power forward who can drop a triple-double any night of the week, right? Um, but at the same time, you don't trade a 21-year-old guard that you stole in the draft at number 12, I believe. You stole in the draft. And me, you can go You can go look at the tweets. I'll post them on this bitch. I was all over Tyrese. Why is Tyrese Halliburton falling? I don't give a fuck how his jump shot looks. I saw him play at Iowa State. He can shoot. I'm just obsessed with this, this build of like a 6'7 guard who plays point. I just, I just love that. So when I saw him in the, the mock drafts, I started watching the Big 12 tournament to watch him play. Because if you watch college basketball, I don't know what to tell you, bro. That shit is ass. But <clears throat> I watch my hogs, and that's it. But it's a very bad trade. Um, it's just really, really bad. It, it makes no sense for the Kings. It's like they're, they wanted to blow it up, but they didn't. And they think that because Sabonis is an all-star pairing with their all-star and De'Aaron Fox, to me, all-star caliber, that it's going to make some sort of duo when it's not. And I don't, I really don't think they had to give Buddy Hield up. And now the Pacers are in this position where they can, they can build something in Indiana with uh, Carlisle. Like, they can really build something there, man. 
it's if they get a nice draft pick, develop them right. I mean, you're looking at Tyrese and Buddy Hield already is dynamic as fuck. And then you just add some pieces in there with it. You got Miles Turner there, shit like that. It's gonna be a nice little team in a couple years, maybe next year they'll they'll in the East they'll kind of be around that play in spot eight seed type spot to me. Um, oh, CJ McCollum going to the Trailblazers. Poor Dame, man. And now this season is like done for the Trailblazers. This is them going fuck the fuck this season. We'll see what happens in the offseason with Dame. Signing trades or what have you. Because I think Dame Lillard, I don't think he's going to come back this season. I could be crazy. And I know he's a hooper, but why would he? The season's done, man. You ain't making the playoffs. Have you seen them? The Lakers lost to this team. The scraps of the Trailblazers. The scraps. Um, but they did get uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who I talked about uh, shit in the preseason, about how I think he's a very skilled guy. I did on my preseason preview. I liked him. And I thought the Pelicans would be better. I didn't think their star player would be 450 pounds. So, yeah. Um, but they got Larry Nance, CJ McCollum, Tony Snell, and I watched the Heat game versus the Pelicans last night. CJ McCollum shot, I think, almost uh, more than 20 shots. Was not shy. Was not shy. And I see where they're going with this team if they get Zion back. You have to realize, Devontae Graham, as the fifth option on your offense, is pretty nice. <laughs> He's a shot maker. So they have Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Zion, and Jonas Valanciunas. And then the young guys, Jose Alvarado off the bench, the kid uh, Herbert from, uh, is that his name? Hubert? Yeah, something like that from uh, Alabama. They were out there balling, man. It was kind of cool to see him play. Uh, so it kind of builds your young guy's confidence up in that sense. Just like I feel like the Grizzlies, I'm not comparing those teams because the Grizzlies are some dogs over there, and they're going to be something to be reckoned with for years to come. But I'm just meaning the sense that they get confidence when they get that playing time, and it makes them better. So – I see where they're going. They got a lot of shot makers. Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum, bro. And Brandon Ingram starting to get his shit together. And remember, the Pelicans started what? Weren't they like 1-12 or something? One, It was bad. But then they started winning games. And now C.J. McCollum's there to be a, a shot maker. The Blazers just got Thomas Saransky or Sadoransky. Fucking Josh Hart. That trade is terrible. Um, and then Nikhil Walker actually moved from Portland to the Jazz, which I love. So I think he's going to get opportunity there. And with Joe Ingles tearing his ACL, this is where the Blazers are just fucking, they're mind-bogglingly stupid. Like, they're so dumb. How do you trade? You just got another young guard on your team after you traded C.J. McCollum, right? You got a young guard who has proven when he gets played playing time he can play, and then you ship him away for a dude who tore his ACL this year. I don't, the Blazers are fucking stupid, and that dude should be burned under the, he should be buried under that fucking arena. The the president of basketball operations. I don't even know his name. Don't care. All right, so this is the trade I think is interesting that I think could help a, a good team become a better team, not a great team. Uh, Thaddeus Young going to the, to the Raptors, getting them, uh, getting him from the Spurs. And Thaddeus Young is just one of those dudes who could shoot, score in limited minutes he can give you 25 minutes 
of good basketball. Give you 13 and 9 off the bench and shoot 35, 40% from three. It's just what he does. He's a fucking hooper, man. And he plays, and he's a versatile defender. He always has. It feels like Thaddeus Young has been in the league since I was a fucking 10 year old. But yeah, he's a, he's a baller, man. I like that. So we're going to get into the, the really bad trades. Like, or, oh, I also want to talk about this one. Abaka going to the Bucks. Which Abaka are you getting? We don't know. But in my head, Abaka's that dude. I mean, remember, when have you thought of Abaka as a really good player? When he's on contending teams. And when he's on contending teams, he always makes a difference with his length, his shooting, defense, just in general. It's just like he can make he can make a difference there. Um and poor poor Dennis Schroeder getting shipped to fucking getting shipped to the Rockets. Uh, Derek White to the Celtics. Don't really care about that one. Here it is. Derek White. Perk doesn't even watch basketball. I said Derek White is a good three point shooter. He can't shoot worth a fuck. I don't know what he's talking about. Anyways, Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans for Chris Stapps Porzingis. Now, I will go to Twitter. And go to Sport Track, right? They do contracts. So, to me, a Spot Track, Spot Rack, what the fuck? To me, it makes <laughs> just zero sense. I'm trying to find. He tweeted the the salaries of this trade. Okay, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. So to me, when you trade Chris Stapp's Porzingis, correct? You need to get—I don't know what you need to get for him, but you have to get rid of his contract and get some expiring contracts back. Listen, Mavericks, you're not a fucking contender, and you want me to be honest? I know you got Luca. I don't see y'all going anywhere soon, man. And I know you ran to Kawhi and PG, and and you and you saw your Luca, your your little Luca boy. He was hooping, and he's he's an amazing. He's a generational. One of the best players that will ever live. I promise you. But if y'all don't make some real moves and not that fucking horse shit, he will be out of there. He will get his way out of there. Bye-bye. Dirk can't hold him that long. Dirk's little friendship with him ain't going to hold him there that long, man. You got to do something else. You really do. It's my girl. Nia, you can come in. I thought she was here. But yeah, you can't you can't expect a dude to stay when you're doing shit like this. And he comes out and drops 50. I get it. Porzingis is an injury-prone player, but realize, realize this. This is kind of crazy. Porzingis has only played like four games less than Davis Bertans. He's only played four games less than David Bertans, and he's known as an injury-prone fuck. You know why? Davis Bertans got got a five-year, $80 million extension and then started getting coach DMPs because he was playing so bad. Coach DMPs in $80 million contract. So these are the contracts. Porzingis is owed $10 million this year, 34 next year, 36 Jesus. And... Spencer Dinwiddie's only averaging 12 points a game this year. We thought Spencer was going to come back from a knee injury. I didn't expect him to be prime, prime fucking Dinwiddie where he's averaging, like, remember when uh, the Kyrie would go out 
and Dinwiddie would come in, average like 22, 10, all that. I didn't expect him to do that, but like 18 and 8 something. Bertans and Spencer Dinwiddie combined average 17 points per game, and you're trying to do that average is 20 because what, he's hurt a lot? I don't. I think both teams lost because the Wizards are going to sit here and try to build around Porzingis. I guarantee you that. But anyways, the remaining contracts, Dinwiddie's owed five, Bertans is owed five, then 16 for Bertans, 18 for Dinwiddie, 17 for Dinwiddie, or 17 for Bertans, 18 for Dinwiddie, 16 for Bertans. It's... It's a really bad trade for both parties, and it's just mind-boggling. It's like, what are you going to get from Bertans, and why would you want to pay him that? That's one of the worst contracts in basketball right now. The John Wall contract, the Russell Westbrook contract, Davis Bertans is right fucking there. It's one of the worst contracts in basketball, and guess what? So is fucking Chris Asporzingis. It makes zero sense. Zero cents. I didn't get it. I don't know what you're going to do. And, oh, another thing with Luka. He's a dude that has to play alone, and I just feel that way. What what have we seen with him? And don't say Jalen Brunson, because Jalen Brunson gets his most of the time when Luka's off the floor. Let's be real here. What have you seen that tells you that he can be good with a real point guard on his team? And you're telling me that Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson aren't going to be on the court on the same time a lot, where Jalen Brunson is a dominant ball handler and a very good player. Once again, go check the tweets. I said him and Miles Bridges would be some of the best players in their draft class, if not the best players. Look up the tweets. Don't care. Because uh, they were veteran players. They didn't get drafted as freshmen. I think Miles Bridges actually did. But I'm pretty sure he was a junior, senior, sophomore, some shit. Anyways, 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 fuck. Yeah, I just don't know... What the, it doesn't make any sense. The trade literally makes zero sense. I get it from the Mavericks perspective that you're getting a dude off your team that you rely on that can't be relied on. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? It's like I said with Antonio Brown, if you're relying on a dude that can't be relied on, you're not going to go anywhere. And you're relying on a dude that just got hurt again and you're not going to go through that. Fucking fifth seed in the West. I don't know how that is. I don't. I think they're going to drop to a 6-8 to seed, like I've said all year. But that trade makes no sense for the fucking Mavericks. And I told you Mavericks fans a fucking year ago, trade Porzingis while you can because his fucking trade value is just going to keep going down, down, down. So overall, the winners, 76ers, Ben Simmons, James Harden, and the Nets are all winners. All winners. Daryl Morey is the biggest winner of all to me. He just, he got what he wanted. Ben Simmons got what he wanted. James Harden got what he wanted. You can't lose in that situation. You're getting two all-stars. You're getting a former superstar who I think is a, obviously he's an all-star this year. He's an all-star level, uh, level caliber player. I just don't think he's what you think you're getting. And I know you think that Philly fans. Hey, I'm not going to get into it again. The biggest losers are the Kings. They fucked that whole thing up. They, fam, you're telling me you couldn't have offered Tyrese Halliburton 
<laughs> Buddy Heald and Tristan Thompson and gotten more than Sabonis, I really think you could have gotten something else, man. I truly think if you called other teams. And that's what's so funny. It seems as though the Kings didn't even explore all their options with Tyrese, right? If you were going to trade him, why didn't you release a report where want to trade Tyrese Halliburton? Do the woe shit. Hey, yo, lick a, lick a rumor. Don't you think it's fucking weird that all these teams have all these rumors leaked, but the Kings didn't have a rumor that they wanted to trade Tyrese Halliburton? Like, you should have explored your options, man, and they didn't. So they lost. Who else lost? Oh, I'll say this. The Cleveland Cavaliers um, getting Karis LeVert is a dub, a W. I saw them play his first game, and he just seemed as though uh, he was trying to show the new team that he could hoop, and he was missing a lot of open guys. Fourth quarter comes around. He starts passing the ball around. They start hitting wide-open corner threes. Oh, my God. Cleveland is something to be reckoned with, man. They're a good fucking team. They're going to be a tough out in the first round, I believe. I think they're a first-round team, obviously. But I just think that people need to start looking at Darius Garland like like he's that dude. He really is. He's a cold motherfucker, man. So, biggest winners, really, Ben, James, Nets. Uh, 76ers, why the C? I don't know. They got what they wanted once again, but I want to see how it pans out. Like, every motherfucker's like, yo, Embiid and Harden, I don't see it. I just don't see James Harden working out, and that's okay. I'm not saying they're going to be ass. I just mean I don't think they're uh, they're going to win the title. I don't even think they're in the conversation right now as title contenders until I see it on the floor. I don't care about that name on that jersey. Uh, but, yeah, biggest losers, Mavericks. The Wizards are also losers because Bradley Beal had wrist surgery. And they couldn't trade him. Dame Lillard is the one of the biggest losers because he doesn't deserve this shit. And he's got to stop this loyal shit. For the grind, Brody. For the grind. I do it for the grind. No, you don't, Dame. You do it to get a fucking ring. You're tapping your watch, bro. You got to tap the ring, fam. You got to leave, all right? So, that's all I got for y'all today. And I uh, hope y'all enjoyed my trade deadline episode. Um, Shams was dunking on Woj and shout out Brian Windhorse. You never back down from a right opinion, motherfucker. You never back down. The pod gold is out. Deuce.